What's up, witches and bitches? Welcome back to yet another episode of The Spiritual Witch. I'm your host, Michelle. I am The Spiritual Witch. Um, Happy New Year. Happy Yule. In my case, happy birthday. Um, But I just wanted to come on here and just let you guys know nothing has happened to me. Um, I did take a month-long break because I did experience a death in the family. And so we have just been dealing with that situation. And there's just been a whole lot that has been going on since then. Um, So I do want to do like a life update in this episode. And I do want to talk about who has passed, um, how it happened, and what exactly went down. And because we're talking about passing, because we're talking about the new year, and I know this isn't the most positive uh, episode that I've done, I want to talk about um, pagan funerals or Wiccan funerals and what those look like. And I want to talk about some of the things that we had done to resemble those things. So without further ado, um, let's get into the spiritual announcements. So if you guys want to support me, you can start with monthly donations, which will allow me to create engaging content more frequently that can be accessed on more platforms. Um, Send me a voice message. This can allow me to hear what you have to say and you may be featured on a future episode. Um, The third thing is to make sure to download or subscribe to Apple Podcasts so that this podcast will show up more when people search for me. So I just wanted to go through that just real quick, but I also wanted to talk about um, who had died and what happened. So let's just get into that because I think that will be a lot easier. Actually, let's do a life update first. So I've been working this job. And um, I love this job. I really do. It's really interesting. It's uh, unique. It's fascinating. I'm not going to exactly say where I work because I do have a history on here of bashing some of the jobs when they do end up um, making mistakes or um, doing illegal things. I will not tolerate for I will not tolerate things that are illegal. I will not tolerate things that I feel um, someone needs to really work on. Um, and I will not tolerate a business being open and not taking care of its employees in a way that is like respectful or anything like that. Um, I will say one of my coworkers recently, very recently had an emergency surgery of some sort. Um, and I am frustrated at the lack of health care that is provided by not just this company, but all companies in general. There is no company out there that seems to want to offer health care or any form of benefits other than some sort of discount at their store or shop or whatever. I personally don't care about discounts. I'd like to be able to go to the doctor. Um, so that's just me personally. <laughs> There's my frustration with that. Uh, my daughter has started her new daycare. And actually, it's not a daycare. We've actually properly started a Montessori school. So she is going to school at one. So I am very excited for all the things that are coming up um, for her. I do apologize for all the the yawning. Um, I have been really tired. I've been staying up really late. She is teething right now. So she's got some teeth coming in. As with all kiddos, it can be a long and exhausting, grueling, tedious process. And, um, yeah, I do want to make an episode one day of all the shit. 
all the fucking shit. I wish that people would have told me about being pregnant, about having kids, what it's actually fucking like, and just that whole experience. Another thing that I would like to add is the, um, just the overall feeling of this year. This year has been uh, fantastic so far. Not a whole lot's gone wrong yet, but last year was a shit show. I do think it's very interesting how every single year we expect things to be different, and then it never is different. It's just, it is what it is, and um, that's that. What's up, witches and bitches? Have you guys heard of Newsly? It's an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up on the most trending articles on the web and topics that you choose at any given moment, and it reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable, all in one place. Browse articles from topics that you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like from sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or even Kardashian. It'll find you the latest articles and read them to you out loud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries. Our podcast is there too. I started using it as my default podcast app. They even have digital radio. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or from the link in the description. And use promo code THESP. That's THESP. I would also put it on the description and get a one month free premium subscription. That's www.newsly.me. Bye. So. This episode is going to be mainly talking about the death in my family, so I do want to talk about that real quick. Um, we had a dog, and her name was Taffy. She was an amazing little doggy. We had her for 20 years, and she's unfortunately passed now. I think a lot of people would say going over the rainbow bridge for animals. I'm not sure exactly how that applies here, and I don't think it really does apply, I feel like, to me. So, without further ado, let's get into what exactly happened. So, she's my pet for 20 years. <coughs> I have had this dog since I was in middle school, through every single breakup, every relationship. Um, she has been through me graduating college and high school, which those are the two big things at you know, my younger years that I wanted her to survive for. She definitely lived for that. Um, and then she just kept on trucking and I was just kind of rolling with it. It was great. It was awesome. Um, she was there for my wedding. She was there for a few anniversaries and then for, um, uh, the birth of my daughter, as we all know, um, she was the one that actually kind of told me like, Hey, you're pregnant, you should uh, start taking care of yourself. <laughs> but yeah, so Taffy was really awesome. She was a great dog. She was a little black terrier poodle mix, and she was really awesome. Her uh, terrier stubbornness definitely came in in the end. She definitely did not want to go. I really felt like she was waiting for me more than I was waiting for her. 
I definitely had a feeling that she was not going to survive, like, the season. Um, after Selwyn. Selwyn is a very, um, delicate time, I would say. If you are older and you are in the time of Selwyn, you do run the risk of, you know, crossing over to the other side a little too early or, um, you know, at your time. That is usually when people tend to cross is during the three major, um, harvest festivals, which would be Lunasa, Mabon, and Sawin. So during those times, the veil starts really thinning, and during Sawin is when it's the thinnest. So Brandon's grandma actually passed a few years ago before COVID, and she passed during Mabon, which is the second festival. And this is when the veil starts thinning. So when the veil starts thinning, you start getting closer to that death. For us younger folks, <laughs> we tend to just kind of brush the other side. Um, older folks tend to engage a little bit more. Um, that's when you can really see um, people being more wise or people being connected to that side. They're getting information from that side whether they know it or not. Um, and sometimes they tend to go a little bit too far, and then that's when people do tend to pass. Now, of course, not everybody's going to pass during Solway and Maybon or Lunasa. That's not promised or guaranteed anywhere. There are other times of the year when people do pass. Otherwise, everyone would say, be careful during October because you're going to die. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Um, but that's just what I've experienced in my thoughts and feelings and stuff like that. Uh, we tend to get a little bit more excited, antsy, or jittery because, the, you know, the world is changing. We're starting to get to that more quiet and reflection time of the year. That's what the, um, that's what Yule is, is us reflecting upon ourselves and to look on the past year and to see how um, it went and to see what we could have done better. Anyway, getting back to my dog. Um, during Selwyn, I was really thinking that it was her time. We went to the doctor and, you know, the vet, and the vet had said that we needed to uh, try a couple more things and see her quality of life then. We tried a few things. Um, one of the things that they had recommended was gabapentin, and I was never going to give her gabapentin with her age and just where she was. She had Cushing's disease. She was blind. She was deaf. Um, she had lost all control and function of her bladder and her kidneys. She also was starting to get dementia. She wasn't understanding where she was anymore. She was wandering around our house just crying constantly through all hours of the day. And especially at night, she just couldn't sleep. When she did sleep, I was trying to be very, very quiet and very careful around her to make sure that she did get at least some good sleep while she still could. Um, and then at some point, we had decided that it was time to put her down. And we decided that it would be time... Um, to do that during sew-in, but we wanted to take her to the doctor, um, wanted to do it there. The doctor wanted us to try a couple of things, like I said. I monitored her quality of life afterwards, and she um, got worse in November. And I was hoping she would bounce back, so I gave her a couple of weeks to see what was going on. 
and I talked to my husband about it, and we both decided, like, it was just time. She just, she needed to go. Her life was not good. It was just not good at all. So we called somebody over, and um, we held her while she passed, and I think that it turned out great. We gave her lots of, you know, she, I didn't know this, but she actually loved cake, I never gave her cake because we can't give her cake, but her last day we spoiled the fucking shit out of her. We gave her so much goddamn chicken, that dog ate, I swear, half a damn bird of chicken and some cake. And um, then she went away in the most peaceful fucking way anyone could ever pass. Now, I just want to go back to when Taffy was a little, little, little dog. We got her at four weeks old. Nobody wanted her. And they actually wanted to put her down. Um, her owners, if you can call them that. She was in a frat house. Um, but they wanted to put her down because she had low blood sugar and she was not doing well. A lot of puppies do have low blood sugar. My mom, who was working at the time, found out about the situation and decided to take um, Taffy in. Taffy didn't have a name then. She was just this little black dog. And I went around the house convincing everybody that Taffy would be a perfect name for her. <laughs> and it was a perfect name for her. Um, but that's how we ended up getting her. And so she lived 20 years. And she went in the absolute best way possible. She was surrounded by everyone that loved her. And to this day... I will tell everybody that is the way that I would like to go. The exact same way that Taffy had gone. I want to go with everybody um, around me. That would be fantastic. So after Taffy passed, we, um, we did a couple of things um, with her. We decided to get her cremated because those were the options at that point was to get her cremated. So... We got a box back with her cremation. And before I tell you exactly what we have done with her ashes, I do want to talk a little bit about what a pagan funeral looks like and how those um, tend to uh, uh, go. So let's get into that real quick. It is a very interesting topic. And unfortunately, it's one that's not really talked about a lot um so the national um <clears throat> religious or, or the national funeral um foundation or whatever exactly the national funeral directors association that's what it is the national funeral directors association they do recognize paganism as an actual religion which I think is great, because uh, not a lot of people do. They do label it under Wicca, though, because Wicca has kind of taken the mainstream by storm. So I'm going to go over what Wiccan foundation or what Wiccan ceremonies tend to look like, because they do tend to look a little bit similar across the board as far as paganism um, and witchcraft, Satan, those kinds of things. It does tend to look very, very similar if not um, the exact same. So I'm going to go ahead and go through this entire um, article here. 
So let's go through here. It says Wicca is a predominantly Western movement whose followers practice witchcraft and nature worship and who see it as a religion based on pre-Christian traditions of Northern and Western Europe. It spread through England in the 1950s and subsequently attracted followers in Europe and the United States. So let's go ahead and look at the customs. In general, Wiccan funerals share many characteristics of green or eco-friendly burial. Wiccan traditions show a preference for the deceased to be buried in a natural setting, wrapped only in a cloth in order to allow the body to decompose naturally and as quickly as possible. This is a reflection of respect for the earth and for the natural life and death cycles as well as a desire to provide nourishment for other life. When natural outdoor burial is not permitted, Wiccans encourage cremation and the burial of ashes. So we did cremate taffy and um, I'm waiting for the ground to not be so covered in snow and hard. Um, the deceased may be memorialized in a number of ways, memorialized in a number of ways that are personal to loved ones. Friends and family are often offered a portion of the cremation so that they may find their own way to memorialize the deceased. Wiccan teachings include an emphasis on reincarnation and the spirit is believed to move on to the Summerlands. The Summerlands is described as an abundantly green place that is both peaceful and beautiful. This natural setting offers the deceased a place to connect with those who have come before prior to moving on to the next phase. Customs are often misunderstood, so these opting for Wiccan funerals and burial are encouraged to make their wishes for a funeral known well in advance of their death. Wiccans are encouraged to have a fellow coven mate or a lawyer listed as the executor of the will. That's really cool. In extremely unorthodox, in extremely orthodox settings, non-practicing Wiccans may be excluded from this ceremony. In most cases today, however, family and friends are invited to share the experience of returning the deceased to the earth. Wiccan funeral service may vary greatly from person to person or from coven to coven. This is due to not just differing ritual practices, but also a desire to honor the deceased's unique wishes for the funeral service. The Wiccan funeral typically consists of two parts. In the first part, the funeral ritual, the, priest, the priestess and priest conduct the funeral ceremony, and their assistants serve as ushers. The ritual space is cleared for, of furniture, and the deceased's body is laid out on an altar, if there is a body present. Mourners wait at the outside edges of the space while the priestess continues to prepare the space and recites a ritual chant. After a re, um, recantation both by the priest and priestess, mourners are invited to come and speak to the deceased, saying whatever is needed to help along the journey into death. Visitors are not required to speak. The second part of the ceremony is the burial of the body. The priest or priestess will conduct the ceremony. At the conclusion, those attending will be invited to share stories and memories and offer prayers. Close family and friends may choose to stay after the ceremony to have their own private ritual. Wiccan funerals are often held in an outdoor natural setting, but they may also be held at a private home. Less commonly, they will be held at a funeral home. Details of the prayers and ritual chants that are used during the ceremony can be found on various Wiccan cultural websites. I think that was really well written. I think that that was um, 
very, um, I don't know how to say it. It wasn't just well written. I feel like it wasn't biased and I think it was very understanding of what our practices are um, as witches. Now, obviously, I don't identify as Wiccan anymore. However, um, I feel like this particular article does describe what a funeral would look like um, for a witch. I mean, if it was my way, I would want to set her out to the ocean and light it ablaze like the Vikings did with like a, a an arrow on fire. I think that would be the best fucking way to go. Um, but it is what it is. I really did enjoy reading this small funeral um, passage here. And I do think that it um, reflects my beliefs very, very well. I do think that there is reincarnation. I do think that Taffy will come back in some shape or form. She may come back as a person. She may come back as another dog. She may come back to me. She may not. But whatever her plan or goal or anything for this lifetime was, it has been completed. And she is now going to a better place and a different place where she can be um, accepted and loved in a different light. Summerland is a place where you go, um, where you can... It's more so you can decide where you're going to be going next. You can obviously sit there. There's a part of it that is sitting there and reflecting. So what happened when she passed was she went to um, people or animals or dogs or wherever. And she got that love and that healing that she needed from this life that she was in with me whatever traumas that she had experienced and she was attacked by another dog at one point in her life she has to heal from those and so she's going into summerland to heal from some of those things and that's where your spirit guides come in that's where the universe comes in that's where your higher self is present to help you get through those traumas now taffy has all of those things too she's just in a little doggy body and she is experiencing all of that kind of stuff, too. Because she's here to learn lessons. She's here to also help guide um, guide us as people. Dogs are here to guide us as people as to what we need to be paying attention to and what we need to be um, um, doing. So, like, for example, if you bring someone new that you're dating over to your parents' house or to your house and your dog doesn't like them, they're giving you a sign. They're giving you guidance at that point that that person is probably not best fit for you, even if you think so. So, um, after she passed and she's going through that, she can take as, as long as she needs to take. If it takes a million years, it takes a million years. If it takes her five minutes, it takes her five minutes. Whatever time it's going to take, it's going to take that time. Once she's finished with that process, she's going to go to Summerlands. She's going to kind of hang out. She's going to play. She's going to decide um, what she's going to do next. And that decision comes from, it's kind of like a meeting. It's kind of like a meeting with your spirit guides. So you sit down at your little 
little meeting table with your spirit guides. Um, your higher self is present, of course. The universe is there to help you kind of decide where you're going to be going and if you're going to be staying on earth again, if there's more lessons that you need to learn on earth. Now, from what I have heard and what I have read, when we decide where we're going to be going, um, you have to go to specific planets, specific dimensions, specific areas in a specific order. So Earth is a little bit higher on the list. It's not the highest, but it's a little bit higher on the list. And Earth is a rough place to be. As we all know, Earth is a little bit more difficult than um, we probably all imagined. Everyone talks about adulting and whatnot and how difficult that is. So that indicates that we are in a more difficult stage rather than an easier stage. Now you do have people who are older souls. They're here for you know, older lessons, or maybe they're here to guide and then they can pass on, but they're not here for the full gambit. Um, that could very well be what, what that is. Um, I feel like Taffy <laughs> was an old soul, but she had a lot of work to possibly do with me. Um, and probably my family too. She was a big, uh, she was really big in incorporating the entire family and really being that glue that kind of held us together and the cool thing is even though she's gone that glue is still there sometimes in families um, especially big families where people don't get along when you have that figure who is kind of keeping the family together when that figure does pass that glue kind of decays over time and people stop talking to each other it can get really nasty and that just speaks to the kind of people that they are that speaks to the kind of people that um the kind of person that had passed and it just demonstrates a lot I think it also helps that Taffy was a dog and not a person because people talk back if Taffy ever knew well she did know all of my secrets but if she could ever talk I'd have to kill her because she just knows too much <laughs> she knew way too much for for me to be able to let her live but anyway so that is the 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 uh my theories about reincarnation in Summerland and, and things like that. And yes, some of my information that I've gotten is from TikTok, like the High Seer. There's a woman on there that does a lot of reincarnation and she talks to people who have had past lives and she does a lot of past life regression and she does want to talk to that person and speak to the universe the higher self whatever you want to call it and she does want to ask what spirit is like what the universe is like she asks all those kinds of questions I also think it's very interesting because there was a story at one point and I'd love to get into this a little bit more in depth about a woman who was she was in our time. And when I say our time, she she had like a cell phone and, you know, she she had cars and all, all those kinds of anemones that we are used to in this time period she had. And she was able to speak to 
Who was it? I believe it was Nostradamus she was speaking to. And she was doing past life regression work. And she got connected with Nostradamus through one of her clients. And she was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. And she's like, I'd love to chat with you again. And then he came through and another client. And then he gave her directions on how to speak with her or how to speak with him again. So she essentially could hypnotize people to get them into the specific state and almost had like a telephone number or a direct line to be able to communicate to Nostradamus. And she knew it was him because all these different people would give her little tidbits of information and they would also give her information from other people that had spoken to her previously. So unless they were all communicating with each other, which is highly impossible, she was getting information from Nostradamus, which I think is really cool. Um, for those of you who don't know, Nostradamus is somebody who was able to predict some of the things that had happened. I think he predicted COVID-19. I do know for a fact he predicted um, 9-11 and a couple of the other tragedies and travesties that have happened um, around the world as well. But anyway, I wanted to talk a little bit about some of my thoughts and, and feelings and beliefs and, and just some of these kinds of, of things because I think that it's important to talk about this kind of stuff. It's never discussed in the media. It's never discussed in um, stories, TVs, movies, books. It's never really discussed. And even within family units, a lot of people end up passing and then they don't understand what their loved one wanted. They don't know what their loved one would like to have happen to them after they pass. Or if someone gets into a car accident, do they want a DNR form, a do not resuscitate form, or or do they not? Like, what is the, the plan there? And, I, you know, if you get into a car accident and you're on life support, what is the plan there? So there's a lot of questions and gray area and no one really talks about it um unfortunately my family's not at the point where they can communicate about these kinds of things but I do hope one day we'll get there um but that's all I've got for this episode I know it's a shorter one I know that I've been gone for fucking ages but I promise I will eventually have a good a good episode come out that is about something that is interesting and something that is fascinating. I'm working on a lot of stuff this year, and to be quite honest with you, a part of this me leaving has been me dealing with the grief and uh, and loss of my dog, but I also have a little secret something I've been working on for you guys. So maybe that's something that's can be looked into as well. I'm really excited to make that announcement, but I'm just not ready yet. And I will get there eventually. Anyway, um, have a good day, and I'll talk to you next week.